to the Brave Healing Podcast on Word of Mom Radio. I am your host, Laura DeFranco, the CEO of Brave Healer Productions. And the mission around here, you guys, is to change the world one brave word at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today on the show, I have Lulu Trevina, the founder of Live Life with Wonder and the lead author of Wholehearted Wonder Women 50 Plus, Courage, Confidence, and Creativity at Any Age. You guys can see that beautiful poster behind Lulu today. That is our book cover. Lulu is an artist, an author, and a brave healer, and I am so honored to have her here. Welcome, Lulu. Thanks, Laura. It's delightful to be here. Tell us just a little bit about like who you are and what you do. Yeah. First of all, you're going to notice my accent. So I'm Australian, but I'm living here in the United States. My life has been always a part of creativity has been woven through my life, through my normal social life or my work life. So over the journey of my career, I have been a hairdresser originally And then I was a technical advisor, a trainer for a big hairdressing company. I've also been a, on the side, I always volunteer a lot. So I've always been on school craft groups or fair groups. So that's where my creativity has come in. And I'm I'm already um, an award-winning author and words have been the other part of creativity that I've loved that I get to express the depth of who I am. And I also get to unravel parts of myself through my words. So I've used that now, of course, in writing books and producing beautiful um, pieces of art and card decks to give messages that are inspiring, and especially to women and women over 50. That's definitely who I want to be an inspiration and empower them to be fully who they are. Um, I'm also a quantum healer, an art of feminine presence teacher, and a soulful living coach. So I weave all that together, and I I use that word a lot, weaving, because life is like a a weaving tapestry. We're never on this straight one sort of path. We're weaving things into our life, and that's what I really like to do and um, work with women around the world. So tell me a little bit more about your story. Like how did you, from hairdresser to quantum healer, like how did you get here doing what you do in the world today? So it goes back to a very young age. Like I I always felt that I had these spiritual promptings and guidance. And over the course of my life, I often tried to squash that. And the more I faced towards it and listened and was Um, inspired and directed by that the more I felt kind of fully integrated in myself Um, I write in a couple of um, books through your production and I tell that story of um, you know the intuition coming in at a young age and kind of trying not to listen to it and then getting a lot of headaches at a young age to the effect that like they were weekly so that was quite a I don't know if that's often said that people that know that they have these spiritual promptings and information when they try to 
not listen to it, it affects their body in many ways. So this was the way it manifested in me with a lot of headaches. I remembered my dearest friend, she finished school in year 11 and um, went out into the workforce. And I was like, I'm at school by myself now. What do I want to do? And I was going to be a lawyer of all things. I was like, you know, because I, I like to, in my creative life, I like color and expression. But in my regular life, I like to have know the kind of the parameters and the, you know, the boundaries and the, you know, the clear path. So, of course, I wasn't, I didn't choose to be a lawyer. I went into hairdressing because I also like loved fashion. Like how different is that? I don't know. But recently I was talking with some other coaching friends and the hairdresser has often been thought of as the chairside counsellor. You know, we would have conversations with people and give them, you know, inspiring information or really hear them. And they hadn't heard, you know, they hadn't had that possibility in their life before unless they were going, you know, to coaches or counsellors. So in some ways, I think I've always been in this caring, supportive role. Um, I've just been in different, you know, different pockets of, of life with it. I love that. My, uh, my dad was a hairdresser. And so I grew up in the world of that. And um, I remember a conversation I had with one of our other authors who also started her journey as a hairdresser. You guys are cracking me up with this. And of course, you have the hair to go with being a hairdresser, right? Your gorgeous hair. So part of this mission of yours is really to redefine aging, like how we think about it. So talk to me about that a little bit. Yeah. I'm, and I do tell a bit of my story that my mum passed at 58, which was the age I turned last year. And, you know, I remember when she passed and it was a very emotional time for me. It also felt like she was quite old in my awareness of age. And I know when we're younger, you know, people five years older seem really quite old, but, you know, she had a different manner. And when I turned 58 last year, I was like, oh, I've got so much more life to live. I've got so much purpose and vitality that I need to bring forward now like when is the best time and it, and and it's as soon as you realize it and that's why I, I call my chapter if not now when is because we we never know how long we have on this planet we never know you know if we don't take that chance what could happen if we don't take that little risk outside our comfort zone you know we we then confine ourselves to what our life is about so you know, age is very important in realizing, you know, we do have only certain number of years left on the planet. And that's just the natural reality of it. And what are we going to do with that? You know, how are we going to live? How are we going to connect with others? How are we going to, you know, inspire and create this planet as a beautiful place for everyone? So yeah, I'm very passionate about age being a time to like really stand up have your voice heard and really take actions that have purpose, you know, surrounding all of the actions you take. I think about that a lot and think about when I was younger, a, a younger woman, if I had only had that fire in me, then, you know, what might've been possible in those beautiful years that I have lived. And of course we can't really have regret about what we didn't do, right? We can only stand in the present moment and go for it. Talk to me more about how you do inspire a woman who isn't quite there yet, maybe in her later years. Yeah, and I, I did hear you say, if I, 
if I had fire when I was younger, I don't think I could imagine you not having fire. <laughs> it was a I, different I, kind. I, yeah, I think that's always been there. Um, for many women, they, you know, we, we as women like to be in the carer role. We do that role quite well, but often we keep putting our own dreams on the back burner until they're more like screaming at us, you know, to allow what we want to be important. And often others won't think that, you know, you could say in your family, now this is really important to me and I want to do that. And no one will maybe even agree with you. You need to listen to what it is that you really want, what you know at some deep level that you're here to achieve or give or um, explore. So listening more internally, taking some time to step out of your normal routine and just be with yourself. I think that's one of the very first things we need to do is step out of that role that we've been in for a long time, whether it's you know as a mother or even you know in the workforce. And take time to really listen to what you want to do. Listen to um, those promptings, maybe journal, explore different things that you've never done. You know, go and take that dance class that you want. Go and do, you know, an acapella singing. Go and, you know, climb a mountain, whatever that is, you know. Try numerous things and be willing to make mistakes along the way. I think that we watched the women in our lives that generation of women in roles they were taught they should have. And then we were, we learned that that's what we were to do um, a lot. And, you know, I was the first generation to go to college. That was amazing. But still, I was to do that and be, find a good man, get married, have kids, still with all of that. And I don't even remember being asked to explore what I really want. It was like this thing that we were taught, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, when, I, when I'm working with women, as I say, I think I said this earlier, that sometimes no one's really heard them. Like they hear parts of them or, you know, who they are in their life. Like I, I do remember my oldest daughter saying to me one day, and this wasn't very long ago, maybe four or five years ago, she said, I've just realized you're a person as well as my mum." And I'm like, wow, yes, I am. So, you know, we, we play into these roles and we've not explored things and we've also not been heard in that exploration. So when, when I'm working with women, whether in my circles or my coaching, it's like, it's all about you now. Like we're focused just on you, just you know, and if you keep telling me stories about the family, great. But now back on you, we're focusing on you. What do you want? It's a, a glorious blooming. I see women bloom within themselves. And it's just beautiful to see that. I remember sitting there with that question the first time and thinking, I have no freaking clue. I have no idea. I, I was never given time. I never gave myself time to explore it. I was just too busy checking off all the boxes and all the to-do lists of everyone else around me. And I, I guess I wanted to mention that for people, you know, the blooming comes, but you might be sitting in that other thing first and just be like, I don't really know. And that's cool. That's okay. That's good. Right. We'll figure it out from there. I remember when one of my mentors saying about the to-do list, 
you never get to the end of it. Like there's always like to think you, you've got this goal of completing it and never having a to-do list again is not, you know, is not the goal. You know, we're not trying to do that, but we're trying to do it with our own self-empowerment, fully embodied with clarity of mind, openness of heart, whatever we're doing. So our to-do list then becomes no longer a list, but then something we live within. So, you know, making that distinction. And yes, you may not know right now, you may not know the next step. And then that's all we do is take the next step. And, you know, the women in this book have told their stories, which are just so um, heartwarming to hear of different places in their life where it was like a crossroad or where, where it was like a huge question mark over their head. And then they just took that next aligned step and that's all that needs to be taken. And then the next and the next. Let's talk about this book. And that's exactly right. We have a collection of expert authors who have shared a really authentic story but then we're moving beyond that to helping the reader with a tool that these amazing women have used in their life to move through those transitions or that fear or the doubt or whatever it is to come on to the other side. Why 50 plus? Well, it's where I live. So that's my, my area. And it's definitely as a legacy to my daughters you know I have three daughters nearly 18 26 and 28 and I didn't know how my mother's life was at all so me writing this book and then subsequent books is going to give them some direction but it, everyone takes their own direction but the more information we have you know the the easier it is, it's like we're holding hands with someone that's been there ahead of us. And these women in the book, these beautiful women all around the world, have shown such courage and vulnerability in their stories to share these and to be inspirational and encouraging for any other woman wherever they find themselves today or maybe in five years' time, they may find themselves at such a crossroad that they need some sort of support, guidance, or help. And this is what this book offers. You and I are in this self-development, self-healing arena. And sometimes it's just that one tool and you just repeat it and you repeat it. And somehow it's, you know, we go back to that flower analogy. It's like this blossoming. You just keep repeating it. You, you find this new sort of way, this new uncovering, and then something beautiful comes from that. And of course, there are so many different kinds of women. We need many different kinds of voices and tools. And the why 50 plus for me is because I feel like there is a certain place that you get to in your life. And I'm going to say it was 4950. It was like right at that mark where I just stopped caring what everyone else thinks, just that next notch of that and really going for what I wanted. And again, it would have been really nice to be doing that in my twenties or thirties, but divine timing for everything. Right. So that was, that's that 50 plus for me. It's like, oh yeah, this is, um, this is a new feeling of empowerment for me in terms of sharing my voice. I know that you share that too. Yeah. I, and you know, it's funny. I remembered about 30 years ago, hearing about the Red Hat Society. I remember that. 
gone back and, you know, so I was in my 30s and thinking like these women and they were women in their 50s that were, they arrived at 50 and it's like, yeah, I've been listening to everyone else and not myself. And also when I listen to everyone else, they're telling me not something that aligns with me. So it's really standing in your power at, at that 50 and beyond. And, you know, in our book, we have authors in their 60s and authors in their 70s. And these are first time, some of them, some of them have already written things, but some of them are first time authors. What a wonderful thing to say in my 60s, I wrote and I did this new thing. What a, what a, you know, wonderful thing to feel just for yourself, but also, you know, give that to others um, around the world. Yes. It's a piece of their legacy that they're leaving. It's a very powerful, powerful thing. And as you mentioned before, the vulnerability and authenticity and the stories is amazing. I wanted to read a few of the the titles for you guys. So being gorgeous, loving yourself right now is our chapter two. Life in the sweet spot, five ways to let the goodness come. We have mine, the lessons of your life, uncover hidden joy. And my chapter is chapter 10, warrior goddess journaling, conquering purpose-driven fear with a pen. You know, I had to write about writing, of course, because writing is my jam. Lead from within, unleash your intuitive superpower. So these authors are taking their stories, their lives, and then their master tools, and they're offering them up. And it's a global lineup of authors, it, authors of all of those ages from 50 and above. And I just think it's magnificent. What else did you want to say about that? Yeah. And, and when you say a global authors, we also have a community that uh, people can join on Facebook. So it is called the Wholehearted Wonder Women 50 Plus Global Community. It also is in the book. So you can see that when you get the, uh, the book. What was your question? <laughs> I wanted to know what else you wanted to say about our author group and just the book in general. Yeah, I want to go back to that thought about the tools. Like the reason we give a story, it 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 talks to the individual person. They can find something often in someone's story that kind of, you know, is similar or is, you know, even maybe even challenging. They read someone's story and they think how challenging that is. So people connect through your story. And then the tool is like that beautiful icing on the cake. Now to help support you to move forward, try this, you know, and, you know, do that repeatedly. So, you know, I feel honored to have these women's tools that I'm now also using. Like I, the, some, some of these women I have worked personally with, others I have not, but I've come to know them over this beautiful project. And now I have their tools that also support my life you know and I'm a person that works in this arena so anyone can take these tools and put them into practice you know as soon as they get the book or get the ebook and you know make make those changes that work for them and inspire and you know help their life in some way powerful powerful toolkit this book is and yeah that was one of my biggest missions I love that you said that that you now get you know, you're privy to all of these beautiful tools. And of course, I think we, we are 
so into the healing journey and we have a beginner's mind. And so no matter how many things we've learned, we always know there's something new to learn, right? And these books are so full of these beautiful things, these beautiful new things to learn. You are an amazing artist and have a gorgeous award-winning book and a beautiful card deck. Talk to us about your beautiful book and all of the things that you have to offer. So the word artist, I only really took that in my life after my 40s because I was told I, I, I couldn't draw when I was young. So, but I've always loved colour and texture. I've always done artistic pursuits and writing being one of those. So I really only owned that author, that artist kind of title in my 40s. But I like to be an artist of life. You know, like that's where art I think happens is in life. My book is not my art, but it's a beautiful artist. And that's my book, Soul Blessings. And this is the Nautilus Silver Award. And I knew I wanted to write a book from a, you know, a pretty young age, but I just got busy with life. And then I turned 55 and I was, I was like, this, this is, it's now, you know, I'd, I'd written for Elephant Journal. So I'd sort of stepped out with my words, got some really great feedback. And so I had really written the prose for this book already. And then I met this artist and it was, you know, this beautiful synchronistic um, meeting of two people. And then this book was birthed within the year. And so, you know, it's got beautiful art and also words. Every page is like a piece of art. So I say it's, you know, it's like having high-end art at your fingertips from that, I also did a card deck, which is called Moments of Transformation, and they're a daily, a daily deck, and they have beautiful messages as well as a deepening process. So a little bit like the tool again, there's on these 44 cards, there's, an, there's 44 tools that you can use um, in your life, however, you know, they work for you. And my epiphany journal, which also goes with the, as a, a normal journal, or you can use it with the card deck. So if you're doing some writing, you could, you know, use your journal and write in the Epiphany Journal. So all of those are available from my website, Live Life with Wonder. I feel um, blessed that these products came through me. They kind of, and I say it like that, because even though they were my words, it felt like divinely instructed. And when I look at them, like even when I look at them today, I'm like, this is so beautiful. Who did these? And I'm like, oh, I did. <laughs> so I like to think that a little bit of the humbleness about it because I trusted enough to open myself to allow the words to come through. And then I took the actions forward to actually make them a product that people can, you know, use around the world. I feel the energy of that in all of your beautiful products. And I love using the cards as writing prompts. So I, I'll pick one and just sit with it and look at that beautiful art and see what moves through me. And that, you know, I love to be inspired that way. And your energy that you've infused into these is that kind of energy. So it feels like this beautiful double whammy to me. <laughs> I love that. Um, so you guys, um, please make sure that you hop over to livelifewithwonder.com, which is where you're going to find Lulu and all of her beautiful things. 
I wanted to just mention really quickly, it, mostly just a thank you to you. Thank you to the author group who said yes to this beautiful project. We, I'm speaking for Lulu now, we are so grateful for you for sharing your stories in this beautiful book and stepping up to teach your master tools. And of course, I'm going to be interviewing uh, the authors coming up in the next few weeks. So you guys will be able to see those uh, group author interviews and get to know our authors a little bit more. Is there anything else you wanted to say about that, Lulu, before we wrap up today? I probably wanted to circle back to the reason the book is called Wholehearted Wonder Women. Wholeheartedness is something I really believe that everyone, you know, man or woman wants in their life to live from this wholehearted place as a human being. And wonder, of course, you know, my business live life with wonder. That's where the wonder comes in because the thing about wonder is often we think it's only children that have wonder. But when we actually reclaim the wonder for ourselves in any age of our life, we actually then can see that. We see wonder show up much more. In my introduction, I write about often women think they have to be, you know, superwoman. And too many of us have thought we had to be superwoman. And the redirection of that is, I only want you to be the wonder woman for yourself. And I actually even had this line about, you know, you can put the boots on, you don't need the cape, you can have the armbands. Mm -hmm. And then a week ago, I found this armband <laughs> with these crystals. This is my wonder woman armband. Oh, I, I love it. At least I've got one. That's so, awesome. I'm so delighted all these women said yes to being authors in this book. I've just relished reading their stories and seeing, you know, what they are bringing into the world and how that they now as this global community, we can support so many more women. So um, please check the book out. Come over to our global community. We'd love to connect with you, you know, personally as well. So you guys, Wholehearted Wonder Women 50 Plus will be out on June 8th. Um, Lulu, thank you so much for what you do in the world and for being here to share it with everybody. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for guiding this project with so much heart and uh, so much direction and hope, hope for every woman. One more time, livelifewithwonder.com. Take a next step, explore Lulu's website, her beautiful products. The book will be coming soon and everything else that she is up to. On behalf of everyone at Word of Mom Radio and the Word of Mom Media Network, thank you guys for joining me today. Remember, you were born, so you are worthy. Your message matters. What if the thing you're still a little afraid to share is exactly what someone needs to hear to change or even save their life? It is time to be brave. Catch you next time, everyone. We're gonna close with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters Bluegrass. Enjoy and remember to hop over to bravehealer.com where we'll help you share your brave words with the world. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold, she is bold. She Powerful.
shore.